What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. Uh, we are going to talk today about the art of displaying your collection. Displaying and storing your collection, I guess. Um, there's typically going to be, as far as I can tell off the top of my head, probably about three ways that you're going to display and store your cards. They're going to be in boxes, in binders, or they're going to be displayed on like a shelf or mantle or you know your desk or something. Um, <clears throat> I've done each one of these, uh, you know, in various different forms. Use top loaders, one touches, the mini snaps I use now, um, graded cases of course, and uh, raw, uh, single-sided pages, double-sided pages. I've even taken the card savers from you know the 80s and 90s and put uh, some vintage cards in them and place them in four pocket pages, which is really kind of fun because it gives you like a double or triple protection, but you know, kind of the best of both worlds because you're able to see the cards um, in holders, but uh, in pages, which is kind of neat. I really like that. And uh, you know, it's kind of funny. When I was a kid, uh, I remember just uh, filling up a binder of, uh, of my favorite cards and my mom saying, you know, hey, Tanner, why don't you put them on the back as well? I go, well, no, Mom, they're supposed to only be on the front. She goes, yeah, but why not? Why not put them on the back also? You can, uh, you know, you don't have to spend all that money on all kinds of different pages. You just, uh, you know, you basically put these cards in half so many pages. And I started thinking, oh, my gosh, this woman is a genius. And, uh, you know, up until <laughs> yesterday, I don't know, <laughs> no, up until... Uh, however long, I thought that she was like the inventor of this groundbreaking idea, which was just the greatest thing ever. And, uh, you know, so yeah, you know, you don't get to look at the stats or anything, but whenever you change a page, you've got two pages worth of cards that are staring back at you, which is kind of fun. And, you know, as I mentioned before, uh, it is, uh, costs half as much money for pages, which, you know, again, brilliant. So, uh, that's one way of doing it also. Uh, what I've noticed myself doing, like, is I've really kind of found myself really digging deep in the art of displaying to get maximum satisfaction, um, <coughs> excuse me, out of my collection, what I have already. And, uh, so I've, excuse me, I've uh, tried different things. And uh, it's been fun. I've learned a lot about my uh, habits. I've learned a lot about the uh, drawbacks and the benefits of certain ways of going about it. And uh, you know, so I'll kind of do a little bit of a background of uh, where I've come from and, and where I am now with all this. Uh, so when I had my entire huge Kinseiko Super Collection, I had everything top-loaded in order and in boxes like basically almost like a library of uh, Kinseiko cards which is fun and it was kind of neat realizing that you know you're sitting two feet away from the world's largest unique uh, Kinseiko card collection which was fun um, but I noticed a number of things number one I realized that uh, I wasn't just able to pull a handful of cards out and enjoy them because they're in order and I'd be worried about mixing them up. So if I 
you know, put a handful, pull a handful of cards, might be say 88 tops, and you know, you have the uh, the regular, the blank back, the blank front, the OPG, and you know, so on and so forth. And uh, you know, they'd all be the same type, and then you go to 89 tops and and all that, and you know, it just wasn't really. It felt so rigid. It was almost like a catalog system that I didn't want to mess with, and that kind of took the the bite of the high end cards away, really, because you know they were in there too, because they were part of a much bigger living organiza- or, organism at that point, you know. And uh, so that was kind of a you know kind of a, a neat thing to have all of them in order, but definitely something that. I was significantly more interested in growing the collection than enjoying what I had. So when I sold everything and put on the brakes, perhaps a touch too late, (laughs) you know, uh, I realized, wait a second, what if I had just the cards I really liked? And so the way they started, I think I had um, maybe seven cards I held back to keep. And uh, I think I have uh, most of those still. It's in my it's in my uh, on my website. Whenever I wrote about it back in 2018, um, I know at least one of them is gone. Uh, but the one of them that I know of that's gone is uh, with a good friend of mine. So I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know, thinking about like just the gratitude that I had for these seven or eight cards or whatever it was and thinking, man, this is the way I want to collect now. I want to collect not everything. I don't want to collect this big conglomerate of a library of a certain player or whatever. I want to collect the uh, cards of a certain player, Kinseiko, my favorite guy, uh, of just what I absolutely love. And then I started uh, doing something interesting. I actually got a... uh, uh, higher end kind of briefcase kind of thing with uh, something that's called pluck and pull foam and what it allowed me to do is it allowed me to display in a very nice classy way uh, my favorite Kinseiko cards and uh, you know so by the way if you if you want to check that out check uh, you check my website back uh, at the end of 2018 beginning of 2019 for you know blog postings under you know articles or blog or whatever I, whatever I have it called uh, I've got pictures of it and uh, it worked out real nicely I also ran a had a big base run of cards base and base insert run of of Kinseiko stuff in binders which worked out real nicely as well um, so I loved that ironically enough those cards all went to the same guy that got the uh, previous card that I was talking about <laughs> So that's a Mark's a Mark if you're out there listening. That's uh, I'm talking about your cards, but anyways. Uh, so it was kind of fun to be able to have this case along this with with the best cards like kind of nestled in this pluck and pull foam system, which is really neat. Just a neat you know setup. Uh, eventually, I abandoned that, and uh, by I loved looking at it all the time. And it was kind of funny because I think I probably had 20 or 30 cards, and Eventually that grew to 50 and 60 and you know now I'm at a couple hundred. I think I've only you know added you know like three four Kinseiko cards this year. I mean it's a 
I've uh, <clears throat> sold way more <laughs> than bought, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, it's it's still a lot more than when I you know came back uh, end of 2018, early 2019. So uh, I decided to move into uh, uh, displaying these cards. I think it's probably. Hmm, I don't know, I, I probably have to count. I'd say maybe 60 or 70 of my favorites that are displayed on these little acrylic stands on a shelf, uh, three separate shelves. And guys, I mean like, <laughs> it is really fun to be able to do that. Like I'm super proud of it. I love looking at the cards and everything. And so uh, I've noticed this also, I've done this with my vintage as well uh, in displaying them. And I've noticed that, uh, when I display them, and I've talked very heavily about this, especially 2019, 2020, uh, maybe even some of 2021, uh, the displaying what you have allows you, or at least for me, uh, to be more, to have more gratitude about what I have, as opposed to um, being bummed or anxious about what I don't. And that has been absolutely key for me. In fact, it is uh, prohibited, not prohibited, but it's kind of allowed me to step back from a few uh, massive auctions um, and, you know, just be a spectator because I said, you know what, uh, I don't think I really need that to feel fulfilled uh, to be on my shelf. I just don't think I do. And that's kind of a, a great feeling. It's a it's a freeing feeling for those of you out there who feel like you're on a, miss a mission or on a treadmill that you can't get off of. Uh, it is a wonderful feeling to have a big card uh, sail by that you're not absolutely jazzed about uh, because you don't feel like you have to get it. And you know, so it's kind of a kind of a fun thing also that there's a handful of cards over the past two, three, four years that I've let go of uh, that I really wish uh, that I still had, but I don't regret uh, getting rid of them because that's just kind of a, you know, kind of how I am, I guess. But, uh, but a lot of it is because the cost that I, or the, the you know, amount of money that I got back from them would have, you know, been probably stupid <laughs> for lack of a better term for me to turn down uh, if that makes sense so uh you know that's kind of uh where i was at with it i still have in the back of my mind a you know handful of cards where i'm like oh i wish i still had them but uh but still wouldn't change anything because it was it was really good money uh to be able to get out of those and you know i did this the smart thing but the thing that helps is looking at my display case and seeing what I do have. And it really helped. As a matter of fact, I actually just uh, moved a you know, very big card recently. I won't, miss, I won't really say what it is just yet, but it was a, it was a really big card. Uh, and uh, I was tasked with having to fill that spot. Uh, I've had to do this two times this year. Um, I was tasked with having to fill the spot of uh, the spot up in my display case of where they were. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's fun. I mean, like, I'm, I definitely miss the, these, you know, couple cards, but 
man, like look at my display case, I don't miss them uh, just uh, by looking at them. Uh, I've got some suitable replacements that look great and uh, you know, it's fun. Now, one thing that I have noticed that's kind of a drawback on this, which I found interesting, I was talking to a few friends of mine about this, is you have like these insane cards, right? The 98 Crusade Red, the you know, 99 Ultimate Victory 1 of 1, the uh, you know, 98 Select uh, or uh, Pinnacle Certified uh, Prototype Red Mirror. And, uh, you know, all of these really, really neat cards. And, you know, I walk by them several, several times every single day. And they're just a fixture there. So, uh, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would have uh, grown, not bored, but uh, not numb even. I don't know. I, I don't even really know the word to say, but... Uh, uh, just, you know, fairly apathetic about this, uh, beautiful Crusade Red <laughs> sitting there, 99 Fleer Brilliance, uh, 24K. I mean, that's a, these are insane cards that will, uh, you know, once they pop on the market again, they will go for insane money. And, uh, you know, here I am just, you know, walking by. <laughs> okay. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Nothing to see here. And so one thing that I've noticed, uh, that will help this. And this is also a good portion of the fun of collecting too. So this, you know, take note on this also. Uh, changing things up in your display pieces helps a ton. Whether it means shuffling cards around or even swapping cards that you have displayed with cards that you have in the box uh, every now and then. Maybe color coordinating and, and even something fun that might you might be able to do is... Uh, you know, uh, coordinate colors of, you know, the uh, upcoming holidays or something, for instance. Like if you have uh, some orange, purple, and green parallels or something, you got Halloween coming up. If they have, uh, they have, they have brown parallels? I don't think they have brown parallels. Well, whatever <laughs> colors there are for, uh, for Thanksgiving, I guess orange and yellow maybe? Maybe gold? I don't know. Uh, you know, for Christmas, red and green, and maybe put out some... Uh, uh, fun little Christmas oriented cards and so which is kind of fun for me because I uh, I can create these things you know I can create actual uh, custom Christmas cards and that sort of thing to put on display which is great I love that doing that stuff um, but you know there's a million ways you can do this you could uh, display an entire rainbow or only the favorite parts of your rainbow or you know color coordinate like I said you could do any number of things just to keep it fresh. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be like, you know, super high-end cards or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, just the other uh, other week, I don't know, like, <laughs> time's flying by like uh, for me guys, like, <laughs> super fast. But um, I remember, maybe it, was, maybe it was a month or two ago even, uh, I remember... Uh, having, I don't even recall what was on top of my printer. I said, you know, I gotta, I gotta uh, change it up a bit. So I put an unopened box of 89 Donruss uh, on the top of my printer, uh, flipped the, the lid up. I put an acrylic stand next to it, uh, displayed a single pack, and then I put some muscle figures 
uh, hanging off the sides of the box. And that was, <laughs> that was a blast. It just kind of made my day and it, it gave me something different to look at and I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, <laughs> you can't really, you know, can't really describe it, but you know, it's been fun. Uh, so uh, about a month ago, I swapped that out for uh, some Gary Carter keepers. One of them was a bobblehead uh, doll of his. So whenever I print something, you see his head moving. Uh, an 84 All-Star Game autographed ball of Gary Carter and uh, a couple higher-end Gary Carter cards on both sides. One was a uh, triple thread out of three and another one was something out of eight or out of ten or something. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but, you know, beautiful cards. And so, again, it gave me something really fun to look at. Uh, and then, so, eventually, what I did was I ended up taking... Uh, one of my transformers, it's a Fans Toys Soundwave. Um, and for those of you who don't know who Soundwave is by the name, uh, that's the guy that turned into a Walkman and had uh, something that's called Cassetticons, where uh, the cassette tapes, those little mini cassette tapes, ended up you know, transforming into little, uh, little robots also. So I have this uh, you know, amazing piece, and so what I did was actually replace some of the Gary Carter stuff uh, that I had with uh, Soundwave and, you know, some of the Kinseticons. Uh And so uh, I also got a little, little miniature um, display thing to, you know, to suspend the, the cassette guys in midair as if they're popping out of his chest and everything. And uh, really kind of a fun, uh, fun setup. So just tonight, I actually removed all the Gary Carter stuff and just, you know, kind of uh, um, dedicated it to Soundwave and his Cassetticons. And it's just, again, something fun to change uh, what you're looking at. I also uh, swapped out a few things on my desk. Of, uh, there are these uh, little, little, really tiny, super cool uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Transformers that transform into, into Jeeps and everything. I just, you know, love these things. And, uh, you know, so I was able to display them as opposed to, you know, them being in their boxes under my desk. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to be able to, uh, to switch things up and they don't have to be brand new things that you keep getting all the time or anything like that. Now you, you can, you know, swap them out with whatever else you have. And, uh, you know, it's been really, really fun. So I would highly recommend that. Um, you know, I would also recommend considering splitting your collection between displaying and putting in boxes and in binders and regularly going through them from time to time. Maybe not regularly, but randomly, I guess, you know, just making sure you do it every now and then. Uh, there's something about being able to pull a pile of cards from a box and be, you know, like suspend disbelief for a bit and uh and enjoy the surprise oh i forgot i had this yeah i didn't re i didn't remember i had this card or whatever you know and, and just going through and enjoy them and uh you know with binders i mean man it's a it's a great feeling to be able to pull out a binder and just go through the pages from time to time no matter what's in there you know yeah i think there's probably a sense of nostalgia there for me at least uh the very act of pulling out a binder. And I still remember um, this advertisement in Beckett Magazine when I was uh, in 
you know, shoot, I don't know, fifth grade or something. And it ruined me. There was an ad in Beckett where, uh, <laughs> where this kid is sitting in this like perfect room. And, and guys, if y'all have like a picture of this advertisement or whatever, please send it to me. I'd love to see it again. Um, I have no idea where it is. <laughs> and, uh, but anyways, this, uh, this little boy is uh, sitting on the floor of his bedroom with a binder of baseball cards living his best life because right behind him is a library full of binders that are neatly labeled the uh the sets uh of cards that he has so 83 tops 83 fleer 83 donners 84 tops 84 fleer 84 donners you know <laughs> i was thinking man this kid is like he's like living the life you know that's amazing and uh that always ruined me you know because i had like one binder and it was like all A's cards and no real stars or anything other than you know uh, or no other rookies i should say the key rookies or whatever um <laughs> man and i just remember that you know looking at that kid going dang that's a that, that that kid is lucky um but anyway so it's kind of fun to be able to to enjoy the hobby in your collection in those three different ways and there's other ways to go about it of course too for sure um but uh one thing that i also noticed is that uh clutter can be a problem if you have too much stuff it's uh it takes away uh the overall uh uh i don't know the overall pleasing uh, to the eyes you know how it how it is and that's a that's a weirdly uh, weirdly said sentence, but, but it takes over the overall aesthetics, I guess, you know, and, and you don't want that to happen. You want to be able to, you know, sit there and, and look at whatever you want and, and enjoy them, you know? And so I think that's probably one of the problems where I'm at right now is I just got too much stuff out. And so there's too much clutter. And it's almost like, it's almost like a hair stressful and to have too much stuff out at one time. So got to do something about that. I've got to be intentional. I think that's probably the, the final thing I'll leave you with here, uh, is, uh, is the, uh, um, the intentionality of displaying properly, you know, test things out. There's no right or wrong way. You do it exactly how you want to, even if you're not sure about it and you can always test and, you know, nothing set in stone. You know, you can always do things, uh, whichever way you want. And then, Eventually, uh, you'll find a way that you uh, that you like it the most, only to uh, destroy it and build it back up a month later. Uh, you know, doing so and sharing with others online inspires, and I think that's great. I love seeing people uh, share their collections with others because we have new ideas, we get new interests and desires to be able to you know build certain things and uh, display in different ways, and you know, it's always fun. Uh, it's uh, one of the biggest differences in our hobby now compared to when I was growing up, I think. So, uh, and by the way, I mentioned something about Beckett Monthly uh, this last week. Uh, I want to throw a shout out to uh, Dr. James Beckett. He uh, received the Jefferson Burdick Award from Sabre. And uh, Sabre had me come in and, uh, and uh, give a little spiel about it and congratulate him and everything as well, uh, which is great. It was good to be able to... Uh, talk to Jim a bit again and see him uh, receive this award and uh, 
it was it was fun it's fun and, and what a fitting <laughs> what a fitting award for him i mean I, as, as i said at the ceremony i said i think it's uh it's only fitting that uh uh jim would get this uh, that was named after Jefferson Burdick. And by the way, for you guys out there that don't know who Jefferson Burdick is, uh, Google him, look him up. It's very fascinating. We, uh, you know, we owe a lot to that man who, you know, cataloged the heck out of uh, cards and everything. So, but anyway, so I'll I'll leave you with that. And uh, you know, as always, thank you guys for uh, listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day.